Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to this uh, episode of the New Story Podcast with me, your host, wellness practitioner Rebecca Conran. I am located in Kingston, New York, uh, but I see my clients for astrology and energy healing uh, online and in person. Um, and you can check out my sessions via my website and more about my personal story at www.rebecca, R-E-B-E-C-C-A, Conran, C-O-N-R-A-N dot com. And that is going to be linked in the show notes. Um, in this episode today, we're going to look at the Pisces energy report. What's going on this Pisces season? The way that I have been, uh, I've been doing these energy reports for many years I started out doing a newsletter, and then I moved to a podcast, and uh, and I ha- they've taken on many different faces, and now I'm doing it per the season, and kind of uh, a different way of breaking it down, keeping it fresh for myself, and hopefully fresh for you too. Pisces energy season is going to be really dynamic really 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 dynamic march of 2023 is a very very dynamic month um one of the really lucky things that's going on right now is that planets are for the most part direct we don't have retrogrades going on and what that means is there's a lot of forward movement there's a lot of active uh energy to kind of propel ourselves which is awesome we're not being you know, this isn't all about the internal process right now. Um, it really is about growth upward. But Pisces season, you know, Pisces is the last sign of the zodiac. It carries a bit of energy from all the other signs with it. It rounds out the energy year. So we're kind of at the end of our year right now. And this is the time to be kind of setting intention of what we really want to grow come Aries season, come that spring equinox, what are we going to be giving birth to? Um, And there's a real churning going on. You know, the astrology is really churning it out of us to get clear about what our, you know, next year is going to look like. I mean, if you haven't felt called to make some, some direct changes you know, um, I'm not, I'm not sure. Are you paying attention? <laughs> like there's definitely this call to action when it comes to, um, our spirituality and especially when it comes to our daily practice and how we embody our spirituality, uh, in our actions daily. So, you know, Pisces, this Pisces season is, And, you know, this happens every year. It's not like this is a whole new strange thing. But some of the changes that are going to happen are brand new. Like Pluto next month is going to go into Aquarius. It has never been there in any of our lifetimes. You know, no one we know's lifetime has included this type of energy. And Saturn, which is going to change signs into Pisces on the 7th of March, it has not been in Pisces since between 94 and 96. So if you were born after that, there's a you don't know what this energy feels like either. And, you know, I was 11 years old. So there's not it's not like I have a deep um, 
you know, in 1994, I was 11. I don't have like a, a huge remembrance of the wisdom I could have accrued during that period. So this is, again, a new chapter for us. It's a new chapter of um, energy and learning and these themes that need to be integrated into our lives to help us evolve as human beings. It's never been more important for human beings to focus on their own evolutionary potential than right now. And when we have so little control externally over what's going on in the world at large, the thing to really focus on is the energy output that we are practicing and the changes, very big dynamic changes that we can be making internally ourselves and in our, uh, in our homes, in our communities, in our families, in everything that we touch. And that does have a big, um, it has a, um, the ripple effect of that can reach so many people. So it's vastly important that we also are connected into this need to evolve ourselves. And that's really what Pisces season is drawing attention to for us, is this evolution and this real focus on our own spirituality and um, our own focus on really embodying love and not just love, but compassion and understanding that that comes from a level of perspective that we have to really um, grow in ourselves. Um, so Pisces, it's, it's a little bit of all the energy of all the zodiac, and that's why it's so good at compassion. Pisces really is exceptional at p compassion, and Pisces is tied to karma and our past and, um, and our dreams and also our illusions. And I think all of these elements make it really the perfect time to focus on compassion because compassion requires understanding. You have to be able to put yourself, you know, if not physically, mentally, emotionally, understand where someone else is coming from in order to have compassion. And even with ourselves, we need to be able to look at ourselves and our own experience with a different bird's eye view to have compassion for ourselves as well. Um, so these are all things that we're, we're practicing embodying this month. For all of us, you know, again, Pisces is going to mark the end of the energy year. So this is a time of creative gestation. And spring is when we really spring forward with the ignition of a new year. So think of this as very active time. Um, but all of the energy is still kind of underground, like in winter, you know, when all the seedlings are, maybe they're pushing up through the soil. We're not going to see any of that until we start to see things pop, pop forward um, in the springtime. But that doesn't mean it's not an active time. It just means that a lot of the action is going on internally. And that's, and that's what we're going to be experiencing over the next month. We all have Pisces somewhere in our charts. It does not matter if you are not a Pisces sun. Um, you still will have the energy of Pisces someplace in your chart. If not planetary, then in the houses. If you don't know your birth time, then you may not know which house Pisces uh, rules. You may only be able to see where the planets of Pisces fall in your chart. That's okay. Just know that uh, you'll 
you can tap into this information without ever looking at a chart. You can see where this information is coming forward in terms of what's coming up for you. You know, what are the repeat messages going on for you? What uh, areas of your life need your attention right now? That will tell us probably where this astrology is, uh, is supercharging um, your personal work. All right, so let's start with um, the 18th of February, and that's when officially the sun is going to enter Pisces. So the sun in astrology represents our identity, and in Pisces, we are collectively going to identify more sympathetically, more sensitively, more creatively. We are going to feel more vulnerable during this period, and hopefully we're going to appreciate vulnerability in others more as well and create, um, you know, more intimacy in our connections to others. As we feel this uh, expansion of our sensitivity and our sensory information, we can be more prone to addictions or bad boundaries at this time. It is very common uh, for every single human being to look for ways to escape painful realities rather than facing life directly. That is something we have in common with every other human being. Humans don't want to be uncomfortable, right? We're going to look for comfort, um, even if it is a comfort that is an instant gratification and that is unhealthy. Um, it's That's a common uh, issue to have. However, this is a time for clarity in the chaos. So if ever there was a time to practice sobriety, um, you know, to par down on the overworking, to really see if we use spirituality as a bypassing, uh, a way to bypass our emotions and things like that. Anything can be an addictive behavior. So this is a time to really face life directly, um, find the clarity in the chaos, as opposed to um, keep uh, pursuing, um, just trying to feel good. Okay, we want to feel good from a place of grounding and from a place of peace. So we want to slow down purposefully during this season so that we can take stock of how our emotional states are really motivating our actions and our reactions. It's We have to be able to sit with our anxieties to be present to them, to actually give them the soothing that they desire, which is really just our attention. We need our own full attention. And it is so, so easy to be distracted at this time. One of the things I've been wanting to create a... Um, a podcast about is really the obsession for drama and uh, reality TV bullshit of our culture, American culture, Western culture. I find that it is really degrading our ability to um, just mind our own fucking business and focus on our spiritual aptitude as opposed to just being caught in these cycles of this just redundant absolutely baseless information that's coming in at us. You know, none of us need to be spending our time uh, wrapped up in these storylines of this pettiness, petty drama and um, petty um, storylines. And really, it's like we're very, very much tied to um, just these places that are empty, empty, empty places. And one of the biggest purveyors of emptiness is really Bravo. <laughs> and 
And I know this is not going to be very popular. And, you know, I definitely have had my fill of watching, you know, The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and whatnot. I totally understand its appeal and how easy it is to unwind from the drama of our own lives by participating in the observation of the drama in other people's lives. However, we really need to take a step back from these behaviors because they're not letting us become more unconditionally compassionate and understanding of our fellow man. They're actually making us think that we have the right to comment on, to judgment other people, you know, to have judgments on other people's lives and behaviors, to insert ourselves in places where we should really be minding our own fucking business and filling our lives with creative inspiration and not just this addiction that we have to drama and that feeling of being participating in other people's conflict and arguments and you know we're seeing so much we're seeing it in all of the news we're seeing it in anything that you watch on tv we're seeing it all over social media in the comment section all over social media just this constant insertion of meaningless information and this season that we're in right now is really about saying, okay, this is a, this is a, a, a hindrance to my ability to be a compassionate person, to be unconditionally loving, con- loving without conditions, loving without judgments, not only to other people, but first and foremost to self, to self. When we sit around and we judge others, that information is directly related to a sense of self-judgment too. So really, you know, when we talk about addictions, I'm not just talking about drugs and alcohol. I'm talking about the addiction to inserting ourselves in other people's lives, being a participant uh, and a willing observer of just meaningless conflict and um, drama and arguments and, you know, this... um, whatever the opposite is of creating peace, right? So when we are in Pisces season, the sun enters Pisces, it's going to take real work for us to disconnect ourselves from that, you know, and it's going to be necessary because as we're feeling more sensitive, we're going to feel more overwhelmed. So we want to slow down. We want to see what is really going on with our emotional state. There's an invitation here to understand what's going on uh, inside of us and to do what needs to be done to really feel a support within, to feel a love within, and not just from yourself, but hopefully 100% from self, and then from the universe at large, to be able to tap into a sense of rightness, of well-being, of all is well in my universe, These are things, these are energies that are imperative for us to tap into because we are creating. We are creating with every thought, with every behavior. And the more we're tapping into this senseless information, the more that we are creating senselessly. As we tap into this intentional 
Uh, and I'm not just talking about, oh, we're going to be positive in our minds. No, no, no. We're going to find a way to connect in our minds. It doesn't mean we're going to feel good all the time, but we're going to feel connected. And as we feel connected, we are going to feel a sense of rightness in our experience that all is well. And this is the thing that we are really working towards. This is the theme that we have in Pisces season. We also may feel really called to rectify the karma of the past during Pisces season, to honor ourselves with daily self-care rituals as we've talked about, and to, above all, just work on this deep compassion for the collective. And that means letting go of our judgments. You know, I'm just a human being like everybody else, and I find myself why is this person wearing this? Why is this person doing this? It's like, and I often have to go, what the fuck are you talking about? How is that any of your business? And what does it matter anyway? And I think all of us need to have this sort of system of checks and balances in place, but it's not necessarily happening in any kind of outward behavior but it's happening internally. And that's where the shift needs to take place. And that's where we are working on these shifts over the next four weeks. So on the 18th, the sun is going to enter Pisces and bam, we're officially in Pisces season. On the 19th, we've got Venus entering Aries and a new moon in Pisces. So right off the bat, there's some real deep ignition here to have a fresh start emotionally. New, new moons begin a new emotional cycle. This one is going to set up this closing of the energetic cycle of 2022 and you know everything that began this time last year so take stock where did where have you come over the last 11 months this is a time to honor those personal wins and successes you know um most of the time the greatest wins are the ones that were most painfully earned so this is a time to really um you know, look with wisdom at the experience that you've had and surrender the things that still don't make sense or that you don't have clarity around. Um, it's a great time to focus on healing through creative outlets. And you're going to feel the ignition to do so with Venus and Aries. You may find yourself more able to express emotion actually with that extra boost of energy with the Venus in, in Aries. You know, Venus in Aries is passionate. It's forceful. You know, Venus being um, how we love and want to be loved and what we value and our connection to aesthetic beauty and our creativity. And so we are here with some warrior energy. And, um, you know, our dreams are really highlighted during this, during this time because Pisces is so connected to our dream state. And I don't know if you've noticed this, but lately the last you know, week or so. It is more tiring. I'm more tired as we are in, you know, the last part of Venus in Pisces. And as we are, you know, we've had some really dynamic transits going on with Venus conjunct Neptune and stuff like that. So it has been a more tiring, dreamy sort of time. Um, we've also had Jupiter conjunct um, Chiron. So our wounds have definitely been ignited. And so on the 19th, with Venus entering Aries and a new moon in Pisces, this is a time to set your intentions and really get amped up. So what are those repeat messages that have been coming through? You know, this is a time that 
we're really going to have some fresh starts around them. We want to really pay attention to the red flags as well, not just as pretty decorations, but as warning signs. We want to pay attention to the information coming through our dreams, this intuitive, vivid information that can be coming through, you know, this symbolic information, what's going on there. So um, when, when Venus is in Aries, it's this ignition energy, this passionate, courageous energy to reach out for how we want to be loved and to reach out for how we want to be loving and to push our, uh, to really exert energy in the direction of owning our needs and actively working towards um, fulfilling them. It's also a time when it is more easy to put boundaries in place, even with all the Pisces energy that makes it hard to have strong boundaries. Venus and Aries ain't got no problem with with boundaries, okay? It's going to say, this is where I begin, this is where I end. So this is actually very helpful for Pisces season. So this is a really uh, a time to be setting intention, to really be tuning into those goals that we have. Um, especially to do with self-care and our spiritual practice, which should be paramount. It should be number one thing that really informs everything else that we're doing. Everything that you do will be so much more clear and abundant if you first and foremost focus on that spiritual self-connection practice. So along that thread of like, Pisces helping us to kind of work through our karma too, you know, this is a time where we, we need to really develop gratitude for the lessons that we've experienced on the path, you know, especially to self and romantic love with Venus entering Aries. It's not a time to get down and out. Okay. Our teachers, all of our teachers are wonderful. It doesn't matter if we don't like them. <laughs> okay. Oftentimes the best teachers, you're not going to like people that teach you the hardest lessons Sometimes they're not very likable. You know, we don't have to be friends with those people, but we should still recognize that these teachers that have come into our lives, these lessons that we've had, um, are important to our evolutionary growth. And especially those teachers that help you to break a pattern because that lesson was just so paramount and strong and you couldn't, you couldn't not see the lesson there. Okay. Those are those are experiences that are life-changing. And so this is a time to really be grateful for those experiences. And I don't mean like, I'm so thankful that my partner abused me. More like, I'm so thankful that I have the courage to move forward in my life, to get out of those situations, to listen to my intuition, um, to make these deep changes, to trust in myself. That's the kind of gratitude we want to be developing is gratitude for the wisdom on the path that we that we did the hard work to tune into and listen to. So be grateful for any love that you've shared. Really tap into that love. That love is yours and it exists as a part of you. And, um, you know, some of the shadow sides of Pisces are this ability to be so pessimistic and, oh my God, everything is so shit. Everything is so terrible. Everything's so scary. Look, those are facts that exist, okay? There are, there's a lot of information out there and situations in our experience that are, that are um, dangerous and that are scary. And um, us being pessimistic about it isn't going to change it. 
um, us being pessimistic about our lives is really just going to put a dampener on everyday life for us. So I'm not talking about not honoring the very real challenges that we're going through. I'm not talking about just trying to be positive through the pain. I'm talking about being present through the pain, being very, very present and actively choosing to uh, acknowledge what's going on, acknowledge the challenges and tap into something infinite in the body, in your existence that um, will help you to stay grounded and to have a sense that you are safe even in situations of peril, even in situations of, of, of real difficulty and real challenge. So this Venus in Aries, new moon Pisces, really is going to launch us into Pisces season. It's a great time to set intentions um, and to start fresh, you know, with how are you going to show that you love yourself? How are you going to make sure that you're receiving the love in a way that feels good to you from those that are your your closest to and to make sure that you're giving love in a way that is fully embodied on the 2nd of march uh, the next transit we're going to experience um, is um, actually the 1st of march we've got venus conjunct jupiter and both are going to be in aries and so this is like um such a great transit. This is a feel-good transit. Um, Jupiter is a real happy, jolly, big, benevolent, extravagant planet. And uh, it is about our evolution and our spirituality and faith and hope and optimism and luck. And Venus is about beauty and love. And so there is a there is an energy here to go overboard. <laughs> okay. There is an energy here to, it's kind of like, you know, uh, overeating at a feast. That's the, that would be the downside of this energy. But there's also this beautiful energy to tap into a sense of hope and faith that really motivates us to keep going on this, on this journey, this really intense human journey. So this day would be a really wonderful day to do anything artistic, to do anything to do with showing love, um, being with family members, being with friends, being with loved ones. Um, it's just a good energy. And if you can do a meditation or something on this day and just open to receive, I would say, I would say as much as you can open your heart to receive on this day. And that in some ways could be a little bit challenging only because Mercury is set to, um, conjunct Saturn uh, in Aquarius, um, right before it enters Pisces the next day. So there is some level of, you know, where your mind is going to go and the type of freedom that you need mentally is going to be, uh, is going to be at the forethought of your, of your brain. So I would say a meditative practice on the first is going to be very important. And as we go into the second, of uh, March, Mercury is going to enter that Pisces and it's going to conjunct Saturn. And this means creating real self-discipline around how loving our thoughts are. 
Okay, Mercury themes are related to how we think and how we speak. Mercury in Pisces is absolutely beautiful for our imagination, for compassionate thought, for music, for poetry. I mean, what a great time to do anything um, creative, 100% when Mercury is in Pisces. Um, it's an emotional placement for our thoughts and inner perceptions, though. And as we know, Pisces can be the dream, uh, but it can be the illusion, too. So there are thoughts and inner perceptions that are deceitful that we carry about ourselves. And we need to find ways to get grounded and stay present and in the body and really be able to decipher what those thoughts are and, and which ones are helpful and how they're not helpful and how they actually hold us outside of compassion and how they hold us outside of our worthiness. So we want to really make sure during this time that we're not getting lost in illusions and delusions. And that can be very easy to do if we're not sober of mind. And that means if we're reliant on any kind of stimulants or any kind of, you know, substances or whatever to stay numb and not present. So Pisces feels a lot. You're going to have to deal with some emotional overwhelm with this, with this. Um, what are your healthy coping, me coping mechanisms? Have those at the ready. This may be a time when you really need to commit to self-care with a practitioner because, um, if you have, um, you know, any predisposition to over drinking, to drug use, things like that, this is not the time to be, uh, in a heightened state of, um, inebriation. You know, that's going to make things very confusing and very difficult. So if you need extra support during this time, set the, set the plan in motion, you know, do what you need to do. Have your, have healthy, supportive support systems around you and ready to go. And if you don't know what the healthy coping mechanisms are, then a teacher or a supportive friend or a practitioner are going to be even more paramount. So with Saturn conjunct Aquarius right before Mercury enters Pisces, there's going to be a tension here. You're going to really feel limitations and restrictions mentally of what's going on, you know, where your hangups really are. And then as Mercury enters Pisces, there is going to be a softening, but there could also just be a deep emotional out, outpouring happening. That's okay. It's okay to be more emotional during this period. Don't get bummed out at yourself for feeling grief, for feeling whatever it is you're feeling. Tune into those feelings. Let's be clear about what we're feeling. Let's not try to numb out the discomfort. You know, this is a time to really surrender in. Sometimes it's not comfortable. That's okay. You know, that's okay. Be okay with it. Be okay with feeling uncomfortable, feeling your own anxiety sometimes, and not trying to step away from it. Try to be present. Show yourself and these aspects of us that are crying out for attention via our anxiety or via our, uh, our deeper feelings that we're really there for them, that we're really listening and we're present. The 7th of March we have a, a massive shift. And, and from, you know, this entire week before, we're going to be feeling it. But Saturn is going to enter Pisces. And then we are going to experience a full moon in Virgo, all happening on March the 7th. This is 
really compounding this Pisces season for us with Saturn entering Pisces. Hasn't been there again since uh, 1994 to 96. And it's a sobering force. Saturn is a sobering force. Its lessons are about maturing and acknowledging our duties and responsibilities. And in Pisces, we have a responsibility to our spiritual selves. Uh, We have a responsibility to nature, to the universe, and to connecting in with this infinite um, spiritual energetic wisdom that exists, that we are also. And so we're here to honor and revere our creative capabilities in ways that spread compassion and unconditional love, starting with the self. And this Saturn in Pisces is going to be all about that. How do I create appropriate limitations and self-discipline around the act of um, spirituality, the act of self-love, the act of uh, self-care practice. So difficulties are going to arise for folks when, and us, any of us, you know, may experience this. doesn't mean that we're better or worse than anybody else. Difficulties are just going to arise when we're unwilling to open our hearts over the next couple of years. So where we're feeling tension, that's a call to open our hearts. And that's not easy, is it? It's not easy when we've all been hurt. And we live in a society that can be extremely hurtful uh, when we're self-protective. And um, so we're, you know, we're finding how to create that compassion for ourselves and for others that um, is also a strong boundary and is a protective force, but is keeping us receptive and able to give and receive love openly, even through the protection that we need to hold even through the boundaries so this full moon on this day in Virgo this is also going to tap us into a sense of duty and service and not to mention all things health healing hygiene it's going to call up the questions of how do we serve who do we serve are we really taking very good care of ourselves it's going to highlight disparities in how we give and take um you know, it's going to tap us into that it's not our responsibility to take care of others to our own detriment. And it helps nobody when we exhaust our own mental, emotional, and physical health for others. And it's also going to ask us, are we enabling others by, by being their savior, you know, unconsciously, and not allowing others to take care of themselves and being empowered by their own self-care? Conversely, are we giving are we taking without giving back? Do we pull on others energetically? What's the exchange that's really necessary to bring our lives back into balance? And all, of course, it's the full moon in Virgo is really going to ask us about our own self-care routines. You know, um, what are they? And um, how can we really create that step-by-step process to integrate them into our daily life? So this full moon is a bit of a taskmaster, and especially with Saturn there, it's a serious time. It's a serious time to get serious about our self-care and and our, um, our spirituality and what that means to us and its unique, its unique meaning to each person that cannot be quantified by anybody else. Um, so 
This is a time to be asking ourselves, well, when do I feel the most connected spiritually? What is spirituality to me? You know, if, if I could say what that practice was for me personally, what is it? And again, this is just you. You individually will have your own special connection to it that is, um, it's unnecessary to be organized by anybody else. There, anybody else's input is unnecessary. Only you need to know how you need to really connect in spiritually and feel a part of the infinite wisdom of our universe and, and, and the expansive, you know, source outside of that. So sometimes we're so focused on results that we're not paying attention to how we're actually progressing and we're manifesting progress in our lives. We can get lost in striving and we can lose sight of what real happiness and peace are based in. And so this full moon in Virgo on the um, seventh is also going to help us to remember to appreciate the journey, you know, and not just be so focused on results that we're not tapping into actually what an amazing feat just the daily simple acts of service discipline and discernment and the rewards that come from that really are so we are asked to really check in with um you know our ability to appreciate the process and not just be so you know focused on down the line, the end goal. You know, there's so much wisdom being cultivated daily. This is a, again, a sobering Pisces season and Pisces is a dreamer and it dreams of connected and, uh, loving, um, energy and, and oneness. And we're here to help make that dream a reality just because the whole of society doesn't connect in oneness doesn't mean that we're not able to. Um, and we all deserve love and we're all worthy of receiving it unconditionally. And we have to learn how to give it free from conditions too. And so we have to really be paying attention to the different things that we're doing in our life that create conditions for love. And a lot of that is this connection to judgment and gossip and drama. It's all a barrier to unconditional love. And we have to really remove ourselves from this energy source that is common, that is perpetuating everything, but it's not perpetuating happiness. It's not perpetuating unconditional love, compassion. It's not perpetuating inspiration or creativity. It's perpetuating more of the same kind of um, over-involvement in uselessness ultimately, there's really nothing any of us are garnering from being involved in these petty, um, like drama filled arguments and TV watching and things like that. And I'm not saying don't watch TV, but I am saying create an awareness around the type of energy that you are cultivating. And if that's really what you want to cultivate in your life, and if what it is doing is cultivating more compassion, more unconditional love, and a deeper connection to your spiritual self and the vastness of your creative potential, or if it's numbing you and dumbing you down. So this is a really dynamic period where we are getting some hard-earned wake-up calls. Um, but ultimately, it's a time to use these wake-up calls 
to feel more loving, to feel more loved, and to create the freedom necessary to just be able to reside in that state. So try to stay optimistic if you're in a place that's stuck in some winter dreariness. Spring is right around the corner. Stay optimistic through this period. It's a four-week period of, of internal work, but I promise you the ignition to fire up your dreams and to step out uh, and step forward is, is right around the corner. Get the support and encouragement that you deserve and you need right now and know that this season, this feeling, this moment is eventually going to pass and there is going to be a, uh, a break from the emotional waters and we will feel a fiery ignition, a little fire under our asses uh, come uh, March uh, 20th. So stick with it, stick through it and try to remain aware and conscious throughout it so that you can really uh, get everything that you need to get out of this season, get the clarity you need, uh, anchor into the compassion that you deserve and the love that you are absolutely worthy of, was born worthy of. All right, my friends, that is the Pisces Energy Report for 2023, Embodying Love in Our Daily Pack Practices. Um, if you do need support or you want to dig a little bit deeper into your own um, connection to source, uh, I offer my mystic life coaching, my soul astrology, and my psychic energy clearing uh, sessions. For new clients, psychic energy clearing sessions require two sessions. And uh, this is for people who are feeling a lot of energetic interference whether that is just an inability to kind of sink into healthy patterns and habits, habitual um, behaviors, mental thoughts that are just not stopping. We can help to create some energy, um, some new energy pathways and to clear out anything that is not your energy uh, and sort of create an environment where some of the work you want to do is then becomes a, of greater, um, a greater potential. So you can check out all of that and book yourself in on my website, www.rebeccaconran.com. And uh, otherwise, my friends, I will speak to you during my next podcast and uh, wishing you all well and sending you lots of love.